0: Welcome to the Two Top Podcast, the weekly podcast where we go over different topics in the world. I'm your host, Thomas Lance, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt Berg. How's it going? You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Make sure to follow us on Twitter
1: to stay updated on the latest episodes.
0: Now let's dive right into this week's episode of Two Top.
1: Well, in that case, Matt,
0: let's podcast. Shall we? Shall we? Uh, We shall. (laughs) Yeah, we shall. Welcome back to Top. It's on a Tuesday, the episode release, as always. And you never know when we record it. It's better that way because yeah. it'd be... <laughs> let's keep some things a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Might Ugh.
1: give some people anxiety. Yeah,
0: if they knew. And never mind. Let's drop it. Let's drop it. Well, Matt, Teach me something today. Oh, I got something for you to learn. But you might know this already. So, I'm sitting in history class. I pay attention. I enjoy... My architectural history, learning about the Colosseum, Roman architecture, Greek architecture, Gothic architecture now. And um, the person in front of me was playing Tetris. Now, A classic game. I love I love Tetris. I think it's obviously one of the greatest games of all time. It's really well done. And I mean, the only reason I really had this on my mind is because the girl in front of me was terrible at Tetris. Like, I mean, I'm no Tetris aficionado, but... I know bad Tetris when I see it. How was
1: she playing it? On what platform?
0: She was playing on just some website that she came across. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool.
0: But she was just obvious moves not making, and she was she was losing games too quick. But that made me think. It's like, I I know a little bit about Tetris, but let's learn some more.
1: Oh, yeah. The origins. The origin development
0: of Tetris. Dun, 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 now, what's funny is, uh, we'll get into that, but that's a Russian song. You know why it's a Russian song? Because it's a Russian game. Oh. Uh. Tetris was created in June 1960. No, my bad. It's not that old. 1984. <laughs> okay. By... 80s game. I yeah. can picture it. Uh, Alexia Alexia uh, Patronov. Which he was an artificial researcher at the Soviet Union. You know that place that doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, he yeah. was there. Um, he was in Moscow doing uh, computer stuff. And he was tasked to create new hardware. And for fun, he decided to make this game based off these Petronominoes, which are you, they're like Tetris pieces in a sense. But they had 12 different variation. And instead of being made of four blocks, they were made of eight eight blocks and what you do is you'd have a rectangle square and you'd have to get all the pieces to fit in the square and create like a Tetris. So he wanted to simplify this game and put it on a computer. So instead of doing, uh, 12 variations of eight block pieces, he decided to go down to six pieces, six pieces. Yes. Six pieces in Tetris and each one made up of four blocks.
1: I looked up Tetris because I want. I was wondering if it was a word, and I can see. Go ahead, it's explain. Tennis
0: and dom. It's tennis and what's the other? half?
1: I see that Tetra is the Greek numerical prefix meaning four, the number four. Yeah. So is that, it's is that what you read?
0: Tetra and tennis. So, so four t- for tennis.
1: Yeah. And it just says that uh, it's. I mean, just looking here, it says that tennis was the game designer's sport of choice. Not that the game has anything to do with tennis, really.
0: But look at Pong.
1: But it is, yeah. Yeah, Pong's a very simple game. Tennis principles.
0: So everybody in Moscow started getting Tetris fever. Oh, yeah. And everybody's playing Tetris. Everybody's enjoying Tetris. Because, I mean, it's a quality game. It's a, look, it's on everything now. And it's been on everything since it came out. So Tetris has been going on. And now it's moved to America.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, did it just start out? in um, the Soviet Union.
0: It started out in the Soviet Union, and actually what I'm going to get into, it actually had a hard time leaving the Soviet Union because back when it was the Soviet Union... The strong. The strong stick together, and he worked for the government, which means Tetris... Was the government's... It's a product of communism, It's a product of communism, but also that means that he did not have the license to the game. Russia had the license to the game. Oh, very Very interesting, yeah. Which made it very difficult to export the game out. But since he couldn't claim it as his own, uh, copycats started to transfer over, and there was a, a battle for the rights, and eventually they landed to Atari and Nintendo. And then Nintendo created the first port of it being on the Game Boy Advance. and that's where you get the iconic game the iconic song of the the Russian the Russian like that Now it's
1: stuck in everyone's head. It's a good song if you know it, it's quality.
0: So that's that's how it is. That's kind of the I thought
1: it was strictly like an American developed game or maybe it came from Japan.
0: Well, what's funny is when it came over in comparison to what was in arcades, in arcades, you had your space invaders or your shooters, Contra, like all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, a very structured puzzle oriented game comes in and it kind of shifts the market and it's well done and it's well received. And it's one of the best rated games of all time. But let's talk Tetris. Tetris has how many pieces?
1: I don't know. I, I, think, um, think, think, think. Is it like under 10?
0: It's under 10. Is it six? Seven. Seven,
1: okay.
0: You have the I piece, which okay. is the long one. Yeah. You have the J, which is the three down and to the left. And then you have the L, which is three down and to the right. The O, which is the block. The S, which is two on the top and then two on the bottom, but shifted over. The T block obviously and then you have the z which is the opposite of the s
1: and wait did you just spell tetris using the pieces is that the idea uh well there's a z in there but there's g's and, and i's there's an and Os and a j and an l but can you spell tetris there's no e is there any e?
0: no there's only t i s
1: okay oh, okay 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 no r
0: no they're based on the shapes yeah of okay. what they look like
1: it would be really convenient. If I thought it spelled Tetris for a second. I'm like, I've, I've never noticed that. But no, no go you, ahead.
0: You'd need an R and a, uh, an E, and then you'd have them all. So let's talk the rules. So in order to, in a sense, progress in Tetris, you have to form Tetrises, which is clearing an entire row of pieces by perfectly lining them into the slots. Now, there's a lot of different ways you can do this. You can hold on to a piece and save it for later. So, like, you can have that strategic long piece so you can fire it away when you need to. Or you can go play really slow and go really soft drops. Or you can play really fast and just bring everything down right at once. And some games, some versions have had gravity and other games haven't had gravity. It just all depends on what... what version you've played, but recently uh, they've stuck to the anti-gravity thing, which is like if you have a piece over a gap and then the piece breaks up, it won't fall into the gap.
1: It just it stays where it was. Yes, it stays okay. where it is. Yeah.
0: So what I love about Tetris is there's this thing called Awesome Games Done Quick, which, is a- which has the analogy AGDQ. And what's cool about it is... It's a bunch of people who get together to raise money to fight cancer and they speed run games. Now, I don't really watch it live, but the one part I always watch is the Tetris Grandmasters. Last time I checked, there was five Grandmasters of Tetris. And when I say Grandmasters of Tetris, there's like there's a challenge set out by the Japanese Tetris creators, which involves playing Tetris invisible, invisible Tetris that you only know the piece that's coming down.
1: So you have to memorize where the other pieces were. Yes. And they landed. Wow.
0: And there's also another section of it that you play Tetris so fast that a piece shows up and it almost drops to the bottom instantaneously. And you
1: basically, you're like catching them. Like,
0: yeah, you have fractions of a second. Yeah. And
1: that's intense.
0: There's only five last time I checked and it's like a big deal and it's like it's not wild
1: cuz they can they've mastered it right that's, just, that's what they do it's
0: becoming a master of your craft like becoming the best
1: like the best you can be a best athlete or something you know like we're well, yeah. now but in this case it's a game but
0: it's not even like it's like getting into the hall of fame as an athlete like anyone can play tetris like anyone can play soccer but not everyone I should have said baseball. That makes a, a lot more sense. The Hall of Fame in baseball, mm-hmm. like everybody can play baseball, but only a f- certain few get indoctrinated into
1: the Hall of Fame. And you said there's five Grand Masters of Tetris. Five
0: last time I checked, I've seen the last guy get his because it was on YouTube. It's a, if you want to see something insane, watch that video.
1: Is that what type of Tetris was it? Was it the dropping rapidly or was it the invisible? Or it,
0: no, so. You have to go through all 99, you have to do 99 stages of Tetris that progressively speed up, and you have to beat certain checkpoints at certain times. So you have to do it with speed and accuracy. And once you beat that, you then have to go into the invisible phase. Oh, jeez. And the invisible phase is just like keep it going till a certain period of time, till all the credits roll down the screen. And then based on your performance, You may complete that all, but if it's not perfect, you just get the level of master. So
1: you can be impressive, but you can't be that impressive unless if you perfect it.
0: You have to perfect it. It's not something that you can just, oh, I beat this level. It's I beat this level in this time with this precision. And that's how you become a Tetris Grandmaster.
1: Jeez, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, the more you know. I want to go watch videos of them doing it. That that must be something impressive. It's
0: a fun game series to watch because, I mean, it's also for a good cause and they do it live, but you can watch games like really obscure games like um, Super, Super Monkey Ball. You know that game? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People play that game so fast. Jeez. And it's like some games are, they glitch the game and they teleport all the way to the end. This game is like, they know that they they play the game frame by frame almost in some parts that they change their direction and their velocity at, and like one frame and by doing that they can change the aspect of like where they'll land they know people go hard
1: i'm no gamer so i can't really relate to that the only the only game that i'm good at is mario kart on any platform i am in- insane but Any strategic game like Tetris, you know, I fall short. And just to have that mental capacity to picture that at that level, especially moving faster than the standard Tetris, that kind of gives me anxiety thinking about it, you know?
0: I love Tetris. It's so fun.
1: Are you a master, maybe? I'm nowhere close. I'm not a grandmaster, certainly.
0: I know how to play, and I can have a good time.
1: And that's what it's all about. It's a game. It is a game. That's the original intent, right? There wasn't any like...
0: Like the final thought in the end is it's a game and you should enjoy it for what it is. Oh, yeah. But yeah,
1: A really well done game as you admired earlier. Yes. So what do you got? Well, you know, um, when I give you these two letters next to each other, T-I, and then say I put the numbers 84. What do you think of?
0: Graphing calculator. A
1: graphing calculator. And you know what you can put on a graphing calculator? Math. Math. Graphs. Also, also your games, Tetris. Oh, yeah, you can play. You can put simple simple games on, on a graphing calculator. Anyway, that's just my, my connector right there. But today I want to talk about T-I, and I'm not talking about the rapper. Do we, do we all know the rapper? T-I? Yeah. Are we
0: talking Texas Instruments? We're talking
1: Texas Instruments today. And- this, I promise I'll keep this shorter than usual because it is a, Technical. you know, am I, you're, you're probably asking yourself, am I really going to talk about calculators for like 10 minutes? I'm like, no, it's not about calculators. It's about the company behind the calculator and plenty of other very innovative technologies that have changed the way we perceive technology to the, to this very day.
0: All right. You've piqued my interest. What do you got?
1: So- a graphing calculator, you can all relate. We've all been through high school math classes, you know. You can picture the TI-84. It's a standard graphing calculator. But the company behind it has a really deep history that's not – calculators was just kind of like a byproduct of theirs. And, and right now, they're the, it's the best-selling graphing calculator in the world.
0: I feel yeah. like you have to use that graphing calculator in order to get through school.
1: Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about TI, and that's, that's not the wrapper I know. I know you're into him. So yeah. Um, anyway, Texas Instruments is an American technology company that designs, manufactures, um, semiconductors primarily. That's that's their main purpose. Um, and it sells those semiconductors to electronics designers and manufacturers globally. So they're not just designers themselves. They sell. They're like a distributor for the very core components of technology.
0: So they do the big stuff and the little stuff.
1: They do the big stuff and the little stuff. It's a huge company. Um Texas Instruments was founded by five American men back in 1951. So you're looking at the nifty 50s. So it's pretty old. Now, the calculator didn't come out for, for many years. No, no. Um, the headquarters is located in Dallas, Texas. So it is truly a Texas company.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. All right. I, I would be a little caught off guard if Texas Instruments was not in Texas.
1: So Texas Instruments' focus is on developing analog chips and embedded processors, which accounts for more than eighty-five percent of their revenue. So that's their primary focus. Um, they also do uh, digital light processing things, which I don't completely understand. But like they're fiber optics stuff. Something among those lines. Anyway, they're a high-level technology company, and you could honestly compare them to companies like IBM, IBM, Google, Facebook, um, Tesla is even one because Tesla is very broad. Right, Um, education technology including calculators is probably what they're most well known for so you see on your calculator TI you're just like oh it's just that but no TI is Texas Instruments Um, to date TI has more than 43,000 patents on specific technology so they're a very very wealthy company because all of their components are utilized in so many different platforms anything from um, PC computers to Macintosh computers historically to artificial intelligence processing circuit boards that just, you know, everything that's relevant today within your phones.
0: So they're definitely rolling in it then.
1: Oh, definitely rolling in the money. And they're still going too. Um, Texas Instruments emerged in 1951 after a reorganization of Geophysical Service Incorporated, a company founded in 1930, so a very old company that manufactured equipment for use in the seismic industry. As well as defense electronics, so they kind of spurred from like a government contracted company that specifically did weapons, um, kind of weather detecting equipment. So all useful technology in the fifties or in the no all the way back to the nineteen thirties. Really? Yeah, that old.
0: What what electronics are there?
1: So your calculator has a lot of history in it. Um, TI produced the first. Uh, the world's first commercial silicon transistor in 1950 and designed and manufactured the first transistor radio in 1954. So that was Jack Kilby. um, And he invented the integrated circuit board in 1958. And the integrated circuit board, the ICB, is like one of the most utilized pieces of technology. Your integrated circuit board is what powers your phone. That's the board inside that has all the components micro placed within that board. So without his invention, without Texas Instruments allowing for that to be invented, we wouldn't have all of our fancy schnazzy devices to this very day. That's what you need. So here's, here's about the calculators. So TI also invented the handheld calculator in 1967. Wait, they invented it? They invented it. And they're no th- one
0: supra- like surpassed them?
1: No, they're the true core of where your calculator comes from. I know, pretty cool, right? That's are right? Yeah, we're getting excited about that. So, 1967. Obviously, you've heard of like um, the like abacus calculators that can right. do all the yeah. crazy math. Now, just a calculator is a device that can use algorithms that are pre-programmed into it um, that can solve basic uh, algebraic equations. And now, nowadays, you can do super advanced equations. Obviously, graphing calculators can do images too. Like I said, you could even play Tetris, which is what I Mainly used my calculator for in math class. I won't lie.
0: Sorry, I got a text from my mom. I'm sure she'll. I think it's okay. Yeah, all good. She's asking about Halloween. <laughs> oh, we should have done something for Halloween. It's the Halloween episode. Spookfest. Spookfest. Change uh, quick. Change topics. Uh, talking about spooky video games and uh, nothing scarier than math.
1: oh Jeez, yeah, Matt. We <laughs> are talking about a scary topic. <laughs> yeah, math, math is, is not- terrifying. Some people say it's a worst nightmare. So anyway, like I said, I'm just gonna wrap this up by saying um, Texas Instruments allowed the the integrated circuit board to be a mass-produced product for any technology. So calculators are the the basic kind of idea behind what a computer is. You know, it uses yeah. algorithms to solve an equation. And nowadays, we're sitting on our our MacBook Pros, doing watching videos, multitasking, doing a million different things at one time, and that wouldn't be possible without your favorite calculator brand.
0: See. Well, do you have any more information on the history of it, or are you kind of...
1: That's, that's just the basic rundown. I didn't want to bore anyone too much, because Texas, you know, we don't want to talk about calculators.
0: Well, let's, let's actually, let's talk about calculators, and let's talk about one specific thing about calculators.
1: So I have a graphing
0: calculator, and it costs a decent amount of money.
1: It is very expensive, Because yes. it does
0: graphs, derivatives, all that jazz. But the thing is that I don't understand is, why is the screen so pixely? It's like 100 pixels by a...
1: Opposed to having like a high resolution opposed screen?
0: Opposed to, I can buy, what, that Amazon tablet for...
1: $50. $50, yeah. which
0: I'm pretty sure is cheaper than that calculator. Oh, abs- yeah. I and can it has tell a it better is. screen. And I'm pretty sure I could get a graphic app. Cal- graphing calculator app. So why is the calculator that we buy for our students and ourselves for graphing c- equations... So poor in resolution.
1: That's a very, very interesting point. I was going to say, you could get free apps on your phone. You don't even have to buy another device. You have a phone. uh, Computers obviously can pull up websites that are graphing calculators.
0: I just don't understand.
1: It's kind of like a monopoly over the calculator industry, right? Well, from what it
0: sounds like, they're the people who started it. Like even thinking, let's go back to Tetris. That was given to Atari and Nintendo. But look at Atari. Atari's gone. But then look at... All the other consoles, like there's different people who come out on top, and throughout every every product, you have different people on top. Look at sound, speakers,
1: mm-hmm. headphones, all oh, that yeah. stuff. The industry is led by top brands. PC, That's Mac,
0: it but when it, I guess when it comes to calculator, if you're not Texas Instruments, get out of the. Park. You
1: see some Casio calculators, every, and actually,
0: every once in a while,
1: funny little story. Uh, Two weeks ago, I saw while working, there's an old, old calculator. And I was like, you know what? I want to know how old that calculator is. It was just a random little nerd moment I had. So I looked up the serial number. And there's websites dedicated to oh, um, yeah. finding serial numbers of calculators like and reviews on it. And I was just blown away. It's calculator culture.
0: Uh, fi- Small uh, tangent, finding serial numbers on old stuff and looking it up is some of the wildest things.
1: Yeah, the amount you can learn from doing that. I have a,
0: yeah. I got a camera from my grandfather opa and uh it's i looked at the serial number 1949 wow i put film in it i don't know why because it's such a hassle to use
1: have you shot photographs with it
0: i've taken a couple photographs but each photo is i have to think of i have the film in it and then every like everything's manual like a manual crank to set the shutter and i mean like it's cool yeah. but probably not the best choice I've made. <laughs> it's
1: what they were using back in the late 40s.
0: I know. It's like, I understand why they obviously don't use those anymore. But, I mean,
1: looking up old stuff is cool. Put a date to a name or a number is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Just to know the origins of it.
0: We should just go antiquing.
1: Yeah, antiquing.
0: Yeah. Antiki teaking Well, um, I guess that's it.
1: Yeah, I for hope. This
0: for this week. Huh. Look at that. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode that will be coming out on Tuesday because I'm just that good. Tuesday's coming up. Tuesday's coming up. In a few, you know,
1: one, two, maybe four.
0: Yeah, it's coming up at a time. That is relatively soon. Anyway, we're off. We're off again. Well, two top, Tetris, math, spooky Halloween. Enjoy it. Get some candy. Share some with me.
1: Hope you learned something today.
0: Yeah, I hope you learned something today. Absolutely. That uh, TI has a monopoly on the calculator, but that's fine. I don't mind. But that's
1: it. See you guys. Just get your math homework done.
0: Yeah, do your homework, kids. (laughs) Take care. This was Two Top, an independently created and run podcast created by Thomas Lance and Matt Berg. Music this episode comes from Leib Roosevelt, and our outro music is created by our lovely
1: host, Matt Berg. For general inquiries and feedback, send us an email at podcast at gmail.com. We are a weekly produced podcast. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and
0: Facebook. For more info about this week's episode, visit us at two top podcast.com. That's the number two dot podcast dot com. See you next week for another Two Topics.